this invisible frame of reference that you carry in your head. Life presents all sorts of adversity, and some adversity doesn't feel like adversity. It's sneaky. Could I um, interview you for my space gas? For my space gas? What the hell is going on here? I would, I would say, like, for my podcast, it's not necessarily about what I find interesting, right? Because, like, quite often I do an episode with someone and I was like, that chat was all right. Like, I, you know, I thought it was whatever. And then someone will hit me up and be like, man, that was, like, such a good chat. I really enjoyed listening to it, right? And it's like um, one of the things I chatted with with Beardy Man, actually, on the podcast we did <clears throat> was the concept of, like, offcuts, which is um, to say fans... Uh, you know they they kind of want the offcuts back in the day we would never like as artists put off cuts out we would always like produce things and then all that we would put out as like the best of the best of our material right um like this really polished sort of releases or whatever yeah because we think that's what's desirable and we know what we can do with our uh abilities and editing and all this yeah exactly but it seems like these days people really want all the offcuts, you know, like people want the random like tidbits of information and the random little conversations you have with people and, and they want to hear the works in progress and they want to hear like, you know, all the shit that didn't make the album and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm. So I think and, it's not really what I find valuable. It seems to be what the fans find valuable, which is it, just like whatever. I mean, really, they if they're a fan, they kind of want anything. Your, yeah. That's really funny. It's just like, in the end, once you become an artist that's been working so hard for so long, well, we'll, we'll say hard, like you've been having fun, I'm sure. And once you've been doing it for so long and just been around in the game, uh, I was excited to have this interview and I'm trying to tell some people and I'm trying to explain why it is a great opportunity and like why I thought about why I even would be excited for it. And it's just because you've been around for a while. And for me to explain that to people who haven't or have less of an electronic music interest and things of that nature, um, it lost, might've lost my train of thought there, but the, <laughs> this is exactly the off guts people want. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, uh, Happens to me always in my podcast. Uh, I'm always like, oh, I had a question, but I forgot it. Whatever. <laughs> mm -hmm. Got to keep flowing with it. So when did you start your podcast? I uh, started it in about July or, or August or September, or like somewhere around that, uh, that area of time in 2019. True. Yeah. Wow. You've been doing tons of episodes. I'm really stoked on like your lineup. If it was a festival lineup, that'd It'd be remarkable, all this electronic yeah. music artists. Yeah, I mean, I've just really been asking friends, you know, at this stage. I'm still, like, working through my friends list um, mm. before reaching out to too many other people. I mean, there's some people in there I'd never chatted to before. Like, I'd never chatted to, you know, like, Frank Javsey, for instance. But, um, yeah, COVID, I mean, in some way has been um, kind of a blessing for, for the podcast. I mean, I've been able to do so many episodes just remotely with people that I would never get the chance to have met up with and chatted with because you know our paths wouldn't have crossed mm. uh you know paths <laughs> I guess uh so yeah it's been really cool I mean I think so when did we start um uh what was the last in-person episode I did it was episode 
just going through these. The last in-person episode I did was episode 25. Yeah. Now we're up to episode almost 75. So we've done almost 50. We've done more episodes now over the internet than I have in person. Mm. It weirdly is easier. People can just be comfortable at their homes and the people you're talking to understand audio and video, I'm sure, uh, just being sound nerds. And that'll be like something we might talk about too. But what was the original idea with starting your podcast just back in 2019? Why did you want to do that? Well, I mean, I really like having conversations with people anyway, um, especially people that I really want to talk to. So I was like, I should just start a podcast and that would just give me a reason to do that. But also... um, I don't know. I feel like I'm probably one of the only people who like knows, well, I'm definitely the only person who knows all the people I know, right? So it's like, yep. um, I feel like I just have this really kind of interesting, diverse, like base of friends. So I'm like, oh man, I should just like interview them all because they're all super interesting and doing crazy shit. And so you're, you've just been producing electronic music for a long time and then making these electronic music artist friends from playing at shows together or also like reaching out to find out what they're doing and collaborating yeah it's kind of just a mixture of things like sometimes i'll play a show with someone and then like we'll hit it off and become friends that way um other times it's like i like some of the people are friends of mine but i've never actually met them in real life we've just chatted online for a long time yeah Um, yeah i mean you know however you make friends in the normal world i got a couple of those yeah. There's, there's online friends that I actually kind of really hope I meet one day and I hope we get along all the same. I guess the interests are super similar with those artists and they would go through a lot of the same things you do. And it would be like talking to someone most relatable to yourself. A lot of people might look up to artists talking to artists or, I don't know, feel intimidated about talking to artists or even be able to get the time because when you're on stage or uh, playing together with them or just busy making the music, collaborating, a lot of people don't get to talk to you, but a lot of people hear the podcasts and music. And uh, that's what I'm saying, like for myself too. But Yeah, I mean, I think that's another thing, right? Like I had a friend of mine the other day tell me that um, I have this friend, he's like really, really smart. He works at Apple as a security engineer. Um, and he's just like incredibly intelligent. Uh, and I was like kind of talking to him being like, oh man, <clears throat> you know, like I'm not an intelligent person, like you're an intelligent person. And like, I can't remember the conversation we're having, but I basically was like, like, I'm not a smart person. Like you, like you are an actual smart person. Like I'm not even comparable in, in like a lot of those ways. Cause he's just one of those people who like retains a lot of information. He reads a lot and like a lot of what he reads, he retains. And he's, you know, just a very knowledgeable guy. Mm. Um, But he was like, no, man, like, I think you're really smart in like a different way than I am because he would like never reach out to peers in the industry that he's in and be like, hey, man, want to just like chat and like hang out and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I just don't have a problem with that. Like, I don't have a problem hitting up Dead Mouse and being like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Like, it's not something that, you know, I think a lot of people. um, You got to try. And some people like just have social anxiety with that shit. Um, and I think that's another reason why my podcast is working because I just don't have a problem hitting up people usually. Well, my thought right away is your podcast is based around communicating with amazing artists from my eyes. 
uh, these are all people I'd love listening to and uh, would love to talk to and you would just gain so much information and it feels amazing talking to those people and realizing that they're just humans in the end. Mm-hmm. I find I would talk to you about music like it would be great to get on your show in the future that would make me feel like I am at a level of high tech quality producing because if anyone listens to your stuff uh, which you've just been nerding out for years they they understand that you're at the level of uh, a professional communication in audio and it's amazing to be there and potentially I've listened to three to five of your podcasts and they're mainly long-winded conversations and you don't get that geeky but for sure um but i mean like i don't only get people on who are like just because of their production skill right mm. like, um, for instance i had mimi page on and like i don't it's not that i don't think she's a good producer but that was not the reason why i had her on the podcast i had her on because she was like the leading voice against the the whole bass nectar being a child groomer situation and like you know brian taylor he's not a music producer he's like a film comp- uh maker or you know episode 40 is with uh bo young he's not a producer at all he's like a friend of mine from from australia <laughs> that i've just known for a long time absolutely like episode 42 donald guy he's like a, a programmer you know he's like not a producer so i mean I, I just like getting people on who i think would be interesting to talk to yeah not necessarily um you know people who are uh just good producers or whatever i don't know what it is why why we want to listen i think in the end i'm hooked because uh the electronic music that i like to listen to um similar interests that would give me the reason why like you're just having genuine conversations and i could just have genuine conversations myself and i like to do that with my own podcast um this goes with a question that people ask like is there a theme to the podcasts that we do or like is there rules and in the end so what is your podcast style i I would just say my podcast style is like whatever joe rogan's is i guess like just free form long long-winded conversations yeah man i mean the only other style of podcast is sort of like really produced right yep what other styles are there well potentially ASMR is that how you say that is that a podcast I don't think that's a podcast that's just when somebody like compresses audio a lot right so the the like they whisper and shit and it like gives people goosebumps yeah well you could make a whole you could technically make a podcast out of that or maybe chuck that on Mixcloud and make hour-long mixes of that but I think it'd be classified as a podcast this would be the weirdest shit that is probably pretty popular somewhere. It just yeah. depends what you're into. For some reason, like uh, me and what you think of Joe and probably you, long-winded conversations seem satisfying. And there's actually whatever just comes out in a conversation, people get to learn genuine information from it. There's so much to learn when I'm listening to Joe Rogan or I'm glad you're making long-winded conversation podcasts too because just listening to most recently the podcast with Vector, I just know where he's from and what he's up to, which I'd have to talk to him personally to ever get that info or to realize he's a normal human behind those sweet synthesized beats. (laughs) 
Yeah, to go back to what you were saying about like why is it that people like this so much, I think it's in some way, and this is kind of fucked, um, I think it's like uh, because nobody's having these real conversations these days. Like usually when you're having a conversation with somebody else at like a dinner or something, like both people are like on their phones and like eating dinner, right? Like that's just... That's hard. It's just the world we live in now. That hurts. Yeah, well, it's just that's, I mean... Uh, most dinners I have with my girlfriend, it's like we're both just sitting there on our phone and eating dinner. Like it's mm. that's just how life is now. Um, so I think that's because, like, because life is that way. Um, but people like you and I, or whoever is on a podcast, are taking time out of their day to be like, no, I'm gonna physically, like, I'm gonna build in 40 minutes to just like connect with a human and talk to them. Mm. I think that's kind of like awe-inspiring for some people. They're like, whoa, what's going on over there? A fucking conversation, crazy. Hey, they're just chill on talking. And uh, I heard they were talking about his girlfriend being at the dinner table with their with his phone. Uh, yeah, exactly, that, yeah. that, I get in that. Yeah, so it's like um, they're kind of like in awe of this thing happening that, that they don't get to see very often anymore because, because of phones, um, which is like a fucked up way to look at it. But I think that's like partially why. Cool observation. Um, my buddy in Prague right now, he's American. He can't go to sleep without listening to a podcast. He So that's something. I'm not sure if that's that's new, of course. He, podcasts haven't been around forever. But these days, he cannot go to sleep without podcasts, and they play all night. And he just has like a – usually Joe Rogan from YouTube, and then just having that going on repeat, it just keeps doing the up next. Um that's a bit wild, not being able to sleep like that, needing yeah, that. It's like someone to tell him a story before bed. Mm. It's the classic it's just, shit. It That's feels bad. like maybe your parents are talking in the other room and you uh, are safe, maybe. There's pe there's people in the room or they're in the other room, it feels like, because it's kind of faint in the corner on the computer and you can yeah, sleep peacefully. I, I chatted to Subtronics about this and I said I noticed that... Um, in all of his Instagram stories and stuff like that, he always has like a TV next to him in the studio that's just like playing some TV show. Mm. And I'm like, are you always like just watching TV whilst producing? And he's like, yeah, man, I just like always have to have something on just to like fill that extra bit of like mental space that's up there that's not getting used while producing, you know, like just so he never feels like he's alone kind of. It just always feels like someone's there talking. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, sometimes when I'm sitting in my house, it feels a bit empty and bare without, like, you know, somebody else here. Like, my girlfriend, for instance, stays here only half the time. Mm. And, like, it's a, uh, you know, sometimes it feels a bit empty and bare. So sometimes, you know, I'll just put my AirPods in and just, like, walk around the house listening to a podcast or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes I will put on the TV in the other room for that reason. So I understand that. And I also really like to go to sleep watching shit on YouTube, like, generally, you know, podcasts or you know, have a movie on or something like that. I'm pretty bad at like going and just getting in bed and being like, all right, I'm alone now with my eyes closed. Like I find it much easier to like lay in bed and be like, oh, I'm with J Joe Rogan. You know, like Yeah. That's uh, my mother is listening or watching TV all the time. And uh, I bet you go through phases of standing in the household or doing whatever you're up to and noticing like today I am going to not listen to anything. I'm just going to, I'm just going to eat my dinner today because I always watch something when I eat dinner or I always have a podcast going or I always have personally, that's uh, how I like to roll changing things up. 
uh, noticing patterns that I have and trying to change them always. I've done that a bit. Like, for instance, um, the other day I went and took a shit without my phone. Attaboy. Yeah, that was a new one, which also made me think, um, like, it was... I ended up just like reading shit on like the side of like the air freshener spray bottle and stuff like that because I was like I still need to occupy my brain somehow. I can't just sit here looking at the wall, you know. So much um, brain power. So smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not really. It's like um, I just get anxiety when I like you know. For instance, meditating. I guess is that right? Is trying to like just sit there and do nothing. Yep. Um, so yeah, I did that, and then that led me to the thought of like. Um, man, like I always shit with my phone and I'm assuming like most people do, right? Which means like everyone's phones probably have poo particles on them. Yeah. Hey, can you take my picture? <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I've never been to the Eiffel Tower before. This is amazing. Can you take my picture? That's exactly how that works. Well, yeah, I'm glad this con- like this conversation is rolling off the top and we seem to be just both chatters. Uh, with the limited time, I was thinking actually to uh, burn through a few questions. Because I think in the end, the idea is to... Uh, I'm going to rinse out all like the kind of a little bit of technical ideas, like having a de-esser, um, compressing a little bit, uh, lim- uh, limiting the top end of like the master files of your podcast. Um, is your any- podcast primarily about like how to make a podcast? personally i was gonna i'm gonna try to that's how i got in touch with your manager and that's how i reached out i was gonna reach out to a whole bunch of separate podcasters and get their opinions on it uh then we can hear this is not actually an episode this is like actually you just like trying to get podcast information from me i'm this is gonna be on the episode (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna put it's going to be me and guests within the same podcast. So then it can be, uh, it's not biased. It's not one person's opinion. It's a few different podcasters in different areas and what is important to them, how their flow goes. Um, so this is like a produced podcast that you're putting together. How many episodes have you done? I do long winded conversations. Usually I just wanted to do a produced one, uh, this one time. Personally, I have 27 episodes. Cool. And what is it? What are they usually about? So the first 10. Um, hey, is your name Bill? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. I, yeah, we have I never knew Mr. Bill. I, any, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I lot, actually. yeah, I remember uh, a girl I was dating in Melbourne when I was living there. I was going to say, it sounds like you have a slight Australian accent coming through. Yeah, it's maybe rubbing off listening and Did you live in Australia two years okay yeah that's probably long enough to like catch on to some Australian love doing an Australian accent too it's yeah. always been good for me it's nice. always been sick uh, oh yeah fuck it's sick mate yeah can't <laughs> sorry <laughs> but yeah the ski town uh, where I'm at Golden British Columbia or where I grew up, Aussies would come over and ski, and they were the most fun. Uh, they'd always, you know, stay up all night doing cocaine. I really, my dad was so, like, I really loved him. He treated me with a lot of love, so I didn't want to disobey when he said, don't do drugs, so I never did, and I just stayed up all night with these guys drinking beers, but mixing tunes for them, and I did that on the regular every Friday after the bar. 
mixing would go over to their place after party till 5 a.m with these australians and i just learned to love i was just like why are these people so fucking fun so i went over to australia to try to vibe out and every person who talks with an australian accent i'm like these are we're having a good time <laughs> even i'm at the grocery store she's like yeah cash or card i'm like fuck's sake sweet chick cash a card mate <laughs> mate not everybody sounds like that but yeah uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of australia i i should go back and spend more time there i haven't like spent a lot of time there in the last fucking years i haven't spent a lot of time there in years basically yeah but i really love america too like i this place is great but i feel like one thing i do fear a little bit is that i'm gonna lose like all of my australianisms and like i'm gonna lose all of my accent and like forget mm. who i am like for, you know forget all the things like you said australians are fun people they're pretty chill and they're like they don't take anything too seriously they kind of like make fun of life just constantly um and i really like that and i think it's a good quality and i don't want to lose like that quality too much i guess but chat with uh keep in touch with coffee cat man his tutorials and the guy he's he's australian he just knows what's up trying to make the best time of it making jokes fucking things up but rolling with it and he moved to Melbourne recently as well. Yeah. I think I heard that in your podcast. Nice. But uh, yeah, my first 10 episodes, I I had a couple girls pillow talking me being like, you should just record your voice. You're hilarious. Had my dad reaching out being like, every time we talk, I wish I had it recorded. This is so good. Um, so a bunch of people inspired me and doing some Wim Hof breathing and running I just got more motivation to try another new thing. And it was really easy for me with, I picked up a field mic, a Zoom field mic uh, in Australia. And then I was in France at this time. And with production skills, I'm like, well, I could very easily record my voice and probably make it sound fine. And then I was like, well, what am I going to talk about? Who am I going to talk to? So I flowed with what I do. And I just went into the top of my iTunes and that's where I download and have all my date added top music. And I'm just like, well, this is new and I'm just going to talk about this. And then when I listen to this, what does it make me feel? And what does it make me think about? And, uh, the conversation would flow from there. It would remind me about a story. That story has 20 things attached to it. And then it reminds me of this ex-girlfriend story thing. And from there I cater a song to that. And then that song is related. It's just a never-ending mix of tracks being mixed with my voice and uh, audio effects and stuff. And those were all produced. I did uh, eight to ten hours of those. But they took ages. That was like preparing a mix for a, a great festival that you want to impress people back in the day if you ever used to prepare mixes. But I still uh, prepare mixes. Yeah, nice. <laughs> like my job when uh when COVID is not a thing yeah i uh so i would i'm a turntable dj and i kind of tried to stop doing that and just get like as good as a well you could argue that if you don't put thought and effort into it you could not be as good as you possibly could be but like the epiphany or the highest element of a live uh artist or performer like beardy man the guy 
he's not preparing shit. He's just getting out there. And then it, he's really good at not preparing. And I was trying to get myself to that level with turntables and mixing that way. But uh, so I stopped kind of preparing sets, but now I'm producing my own music and putting the produced music and producing sets into that probably the same line that you're doing but anyway found long-winded conversations really good really heartwarming i can re-listen to them because usually in the conversation i'm uh focused on it or focused maybe on microphone positions and stuff uh so re you can get two hours, two and a half hours of material, three, four, just talking to people and uh, way easier to edit. Just trim trim the top end and the back end. I made an intro. Uh, yeah, that's why I moved into those long-winded conversations. But Because uh, they're easier to edit, basically. Yeah, the what I was doing, I was like, one minute would take me a long time uh, when I was producing by myself next to the music, just listening to it. I was like, so I would say a few words, music would come in and then music would turn down and I'd be talking. And then I would say, say a few things and question myself and be like, all right, is this the best combination of words that I need to be saying for this song or for the next coolest thing that I can possibly say? And then, when you're in a conversation, someone else is there, and they really help move the move con- uh, move space forward or keep a flow going. When you're just there by yourself, listening to the best music and trying to get your feelings out about it, and trying to express to people your ideas from the past and making it efficient and cool and stuff, it might be worth checking out. You might enjoy it. Uh, I tried to make them cool lessons and all the craziest stories from traveling and then all backed up with music and that can't be released on spotify and stuff so those are all on mixcloud and that's one thing too about the long-winded conversations with um no music copyright you can release on everything yeah nice what are you releasing with for your podcast uh we use liberated liberated syndication uh, or libsyn for short yeah. it's kind of just like a distributor like DistroKid or symphonic distribution or whatever but for um for podcasts yeah your manager's fucking awesome at intros by the way yeah Nan. yeah you chatted with him to set this up right um, uh just emails not in yeah. person but off the yeah, top good. he enjoys doing them too which is cool because i fucking hate doing them and he's good at them too so it's like unreal and also I think he likes doing it because every time he get he does it, he gets to say, like, I'm a non-harsh from the unts, you know? So it's like he gets to promote the unts, which is his thing as well. So mm. Did he start it? Did he start it? Um, no, kind of me and this other guy, Robert, started it, but he's, like, he- Anand is heavily involved with it for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's heavily involved with most shit I do because he's my manager. But, um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, I feel like, um, you know, just, like, I think it was Robert initially that was like, hey, you should start a podcast. But I was like, I don't want to because uh, I don't want to edit that much shit. Like, it's just, I just can't, I don't really want to like go down that rabbit hole of editing stuff all the time. <clears throat> so he's like, all right, I will, uh, I'll edit it for you. And, <laughs> and then 
yeah, I just started doing them and now he edits it and Anand does the intros. And So uh, your podcasts are edited just a little bit? I'm assuming yeah, like not, it doesn't take not, too much. Yeah. I mean, I think Robert says he spends a couple of hours on each episode. Oh, wow. So, uh, like me on Ableton running these like wave file over to um sorry if it's mp3 chuck it over to audacity make it a wave chuck it back into ableton clean up the front and back intro um it's real fast i bet you'd be really fast at it yeah probably but i just don't have the time to do it <laughs> i'm like trying yeah to do much other shit like make an album and yeah cool um let's get into have you heard any other podcasts that you don't admire or things in podcasts that are just don't do if you had that advice for people um hmm. you don't have to yeah try to it's not negative whatever you say you're still yeah. you have to no i'm just trying to think if there's something that really bothers me in podcasts but not really i mean i actually don't even mind the ads in podcasts usually because they're usually relevant to my interests it's like, do you need new pillows and underpants? And are you also a recruiter? <laughs> Dude, podcasts are like, are you a recruiter who employs people but don't have a mattress or underpants? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how it works. They're like Zip Recruiter, you know, hire employees uh, with Zip Recruiter. And then it's like, uh, me undies where you can get your underpants. And then it's like, do you want a mattress from, you know, Sleep Easy or some crap like that? It's just funny that they that they think I'm like somebody who employs people but don't have underpants. Who designed that ad? What a genius. <laughs> Maybe? Well, it's three different ads, but they usually all happen. Oh, gotcha. It must be popular, dude. They work on an algorithm kind of thing. Yeah, most likely. Or Spotify is doing podcasts now, and it's kind of interesting the way they do ads. Rather than like record the ads into the podcast and edit it into the podcast uh, wave file itself, they just play as like separate uploads, like in, in the middle of the podcast. It's kind of interesting. I was just watching like the Joe Rogan podcast uh, on Spotify the other day, and that, that happened a few times. Yeah. I remember uh, getting bombarded with ads with joe rogan before on youtube and before i had uh youtube ad block which is amazing get it don't waste your time with ads on youtube if you don't want them all right the problem with that though is like um ads are also how content creators get paid right so it's it's also how youtube gets paid um but yeah to, so to some degree it's like the ads need to happen to like pay people um, there's actually a browser that my girlfriend works on that tries to solve this problem called Brave. And they have this thing called the basic attention token and it's a whole thing. You'll have to read up about it. Yeah. Do you think it could ever work on a pure donation basis? Well, that's kind of what, what Brave does. I mean, you can tip people for tweets and shit like that. Okay. Like Twitter tweets? Yeah, yeah, like it'll have a little tip button where you can send them some brave attention tokens Neat. for uh for their content, I guess. Is that a crypto? Yeah, it's crypto. Yeah. You know. Are you in on any of the Bitcoin and Ethereum? I mean, I have some, but I I think the whole thing is a fucking bubble and I think it's going to crash hard and 
Nice. Yeah. I mean, like, it's obviously going up right now and there's a bunch of people making money, but I think crypto is like the start of an idea that is probably going to be useful and cool at some point, but I don't think Bitcoin's it. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it's a environmental disaster as well. Everything is an environmental disaster. Humans. You're an environmental disaster. <laughs> uh, shit. Pretty much. I think just humans in general are pretty bad for the environment. Yeah, you can't live and not be. Um, yeah, we, I mean, Bitcoin, like the damage Bitcoin does to the environment is like fucking probably not nowhere near as comparable as the amount of damage like factory farming for animals does to the environment or like, you know, aeroplanes do to the environment or, you know, the military mm. shooting all their guns and making all their ammunition do the, like there's so many other things that are way worse, I think. Yeah, and the well, the bullets might kill people, and that would reduce the amount of people. <laughs> oh God, twisted um, man! Also, I think like sending emails is like also bad because I mean Google, you know, they have to they have these huge server farms and shit like that to run like all their servers for Gmail and whatnot. So <laughs> everything's bad. Oh man, I wonder if it's worse than paper. I think that's what we we're moving away from is I think and it's instant paper's probably worse but hard to say need those trees for hmm, houses i worked at a lumber mill down the road and we used to send all of our lumber over to australia so you might have received it you might have lived in a house built by lumber we sent over it's hilarious cool, yeah hey so under physical or um like microphone tips for recording um just off the top of your head my biggest tip is to get a good preamp gotcha can you explain to people what a preamp is so it's something that you send your microphone into and it boosts the gain and clean like it just it boosts the gain cleanly of your microphone before you send it into your sound card mm. it's like a, a thing that a piece of hardware that sits between your microphone and your sound card and yeah, there's a few different ones. Currently, I'm running into like this nice one down here, the Uri, uh, sorry, the um, Universal Audio one. But uh, I had this for a while, this like little dynamite stick, which just actually sticks directly into the back of the microphone. Um, and that's that. I didn't. I think I don't think that worked very well, to be honest. Um, so I don't recommend it, honestly. It's people. Um, would you say there's preamps inside of sound cards these days? Yeah, there is. I mean, but they're not that good, you know. It's like mm. they're, they're, the sometimes they're okay. I mean, the ones on the metric halos are all right, and the ones on um, uh, what else? The ones on the universal audio cards are like decent. But I mean, obviously, if you get an outboard one that has like tubes and shit like that, it's gonna sound a lot better. Mm. Yeah, so you're on a high-class, high-quality audio um, <laughs> level because I bet a lot of people wouldn't be able to know the difference. And a big part of it is how you talk into your mic. It's gonna, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, keep your... What I like to tell people is like, no ambient noises, keep the microphone juiced, but don't clip it. How can you know you're not clipping it? Read that on your sound card um yes. don't talk directly into it don't blow into it unless that's your game 
unless you're recording on my podcast about blowing. <laughs> I wonder if you can have the gain so far down and blow into it and just hear it without it like clipping. Would that be a thing? Yeah, I mean, if you use like a dynamic microphone or something like that, that doesn't have super high, uh, like a you know really sensitive diaphragm in it or anything. Put some grass in between you and the microphone and pick up that sound. Grass blowing. Record that in the studio. Instead of a pop filter, just make a grass filter. <laughs> Hippies. Vegetarians. Yeah. Yep. Hey, man, so I've probably got a bail. Awesome. But yeah, I appreciate you having me. And uh, yeah, just send through a link when the episode is ready to go. Sure, man. And uh, is there anything on my end I can do for you? Uh, yeah, just send a link when it's when it's good to go and we'll just check it out. Cool.